for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. I was so blessed by that wonderful worship and what a powerful testimony from Vicki Floyd. The ecclesia is arising and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. By the way, we'll be hosting the Global Transform Our World Conference on the Ecclesia here, October 20 through the 23rd. There's a link here now that you can register or find out more information about the Global Transform Our World Conference. Today, as we're uh, moving on toward giving, we thank God for our generosity as God continues to bless us so that we can bless others. And we like to decree and declare over our giving the blessing of the Lord. Obviously, there's three ways we give at Word Alive. We continue to remind you the tithes and offerings, the tithes, which we believe belongs to the Lord, 10% of our income, our first fruits offering, which we give around the specific appointed times of the Lord each and every month and the three feasts each year of the Lord. And then, of course, our pray fast give, which is Project 58. We fast a meal a week. Give that to Project 58 so we can continue to do acts of generosity and kindness around the world. So those are the three ways that you can give. And we want to just bless our giving today and say a declaration out loud together. Would you join me? Let's say it out loud. We'll put it on the screen now. Father, I honor you as I present to you your tithes and my offerings. Because I am a tither and a giver, the windows of heaven are open to me and God rebukes the devourer for my sake. I do not worry about lack because God supplies all my needs richly and abundantly by Christ Jesus. I choose to sow cheerfully, generously, and bountifully knowing that I will reap bountifully. The blessings of God are chasing me and overtaking me. Because God loves to see me prosper, I am believing him for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, promotions and benefits, God ideas and strategies, sales and commissions, rebates and returns, blessings and inheritances, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, bills paid off, and debts demolished. I receive fresh anointing and grace to minister his love, transformation, and restoration for people, families, cities, and nations. Thank you, Lord, that I have more than enough to co-labor with heaven to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ and give into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, and amen. We bless our giving today, and we decree this over our lives, our families, and our spheres of influence. In the remainder of the time we have today, I want to dial in on Psalm 27. This is this is God's word. I'm looking up here on my phone. It's the psalm we've been reading here all during the 40 days of Teshiva or Teshiva. And I just want to read it out loud and make some remarks on it according to God's mercy. Here it goes. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of our life. Of whom shall we be afraid? When the wicked come against us to eat up our flesh, our enemies and foes, they stumble and fall. Though an army may encamp against us our heart will not fear though war may rise against us in this we will be confident one thing we've desired of the lord that we will seek that we may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of our lives to behold the beauty of the lord and to inquire in his temple for in the time of trouble he will hide us in the secret place yes he will hide me in the secret place of the tabernacle and set me high on a rock and now our head shall be lifted up above our enemies all around us we will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle, sing, yes, we will sing praises to our God. Hear, O Lord, when we cry with our voice, have mercy on us, answer us, O Lord. When you said, seek your face, our heart said to you, O Lord, your face that we will seek. Do not turn us away in anger. 
You have been our help. Do not leave us nor forsake us, O God of our salvation. When my mama, my mama, my mama and papa, my mother and my father forsake me, then the Lord will take care of us. Teach us your way, O Lord. Lead us in smooth paths because of our enemies. Do not deliver us to the will of our adversaries. For false witnesses have risen against us and such as breathe out violence. But I would have lost heart unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Here's what's very powerful about this psalm and the reason we celebrate that and recite that during the days of Teshuvah. We believe in the days of Teshuvah, God is offering us fresh mercies, new mercies. 13 times the, the name, the Lord's name is mentioned in this psalm, which takes us to Exodus 33 and 34 when God met Moses and God, and God told Moses, I'm going to demonstrate my goodness towards you. Moses said, Lord, show me your glory. God said, there's a place beside me. I will hide you in the cleft of the rock and I will let all my goodness pass before you. And when the Lord did and the Lord passed before Moses, the Lord said, the Lord, the Lord God, gracious, merciful, kind, and begin to quote the attributes of his mercy. There's 13 attributes to God's mercy in Exodus 33 and 34. It's a great study. And so Psalm 27 is basically reinforcing the fact that God's mercy is available to us in this season. Now, what is God's mercy? It's different from God's grace. God's grace empowers us. God's grace covers us. But God's mercy is just his goodness manifested without anything asked in return, without any effort on our behalf. God's mercy is just when we get ourselves in a mess and he just comes stand, but stands between us and our mess and helps us out of it. God's mercy is when we've just made foolish choices and there's really no way out of our own and his mercy just steps into that moment and just begins to transform our life in a supernatural way. It's just literally his goodness being manifested toward us just because he's good and he has the ability to be good. It's just like fathers and mothers that love their children so much they just want them blessed. One of my favorite Psalms concerning God's mercies is Psalm 103. It talks about the benefits of the kingdom and it expresses the attributes of God's mercy in such a beautiful way. Here's what it says. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all our iniquities, who heals all our diseases who redeems our life from destruction and crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. Slipping down to verse 11. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. Did you catch that? As high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those of us who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him, for he knows our frame and he remembers that we are dust. In the midst of this time of Teshuva, this is when the Lord just comes to us in mercy. And no matter how far off track we've gotten in the past, no matter how many mistakes we've made, how many wrong choices, 
He presents his mercy toward us in a fresh and new manner saying, grab hold of my mercy, forget those things that are behind, reach to those things that are ahead, and let's step into a new season together. As far as the east is from the west, east and west never meet. He removes our transgression, removes our iniquity, and gives us a new beginning and a clean slate and a fresh start to begin. Thank God for the height of his mercy that is so far above us. I love Isaiah 55. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are so much higher than our ways. God's way is the way of mercy. One of the most powerful experiences I've ever had. I was thinking about this morning. I was in a meeting with Pastor Benny Hinn in the Philippines, and uh, I'm looking for another scripture while I'm talking here with you. And in the Philippines, I think there was, if I'm not mistaken, had to be two or 300,000 people in this meeting. And uh, they began to sing a song of worship that was so beautiful and so powerful. And I didn't realize it was actually a scripture that they were singing at the time. It's found in Lamentations 3, verse 22 and 23. Here's what it says. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Because of the Lord's compassions, we are not consumed. His mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. They begin to sing that old uh, song that I didn't realize was a scripture at that time. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord. Great is thy faithfulness. I feel the presence of the Lord reliving that moment with two or three hundred thousand beautiful Philippine people worshiping the Lord, thanking him for his mercy. His mercy is new right here today for you and I. It's, there's plenty. No matter how much we used yesterday, it's new today. New mercies, new beginnings. They're our portion. I just want to encourage you that in this 40 days, just trust in the mercies of the Lord. Just trust in the goodness of God. This is a season where we get to get to take an opportunity to just step out of an old cycle of destruction and defeat and move into cycles of blessing. I just had one more thought of, uh, of instruction for us this morning about mercy. And it is found in Luke, Luke six, because I do believe that there is somewhat of a spiritual principle that you and I can engage in to enjoy or even attract a larger measure of the mercies of the Lord. And this is found in Luke 6, and it's a very interesting scripture. Uh, I've heard it talked about in giving, and I do believe that the, that, that uh, revelation is, is true, but it, if you see it in context, it's very powerful. This is Luke 6, 37. Judge not 
you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use it, it will be measured back to you again. And when I read that today, I realized this is the season to release all judgment. Anybody I've judged, anybody I've judged in my heart, anybody I've judged according to their actions and not their intentions. You know, we all want to be judged according to our intentions, not our actions. But a lot of times we judge others' actions, not their intentions. Sometimes maybe we just got it wrong. This is the season where we release forgiveness to others, which opens the door for God's mercy to come upon our lives. And so I just encourage you, many of us, we deal with traumatic events. We have traumatic happenings in our life through family, through friends, through circumstances, just through living in this earth and this thing called life. We get hurt. We get disappointed. Uh, but we can't hang on to that. We have to let it go and we have to release others so that God can release us into the fullness of the measure of the mercy that he wants to bestow on our lives in this season. It reminds me of that story about how they capture monkeys on uh, when they were hunting monkeys down uh, in uh, Africa. I saw it on National Geographic. They put a banana in a jar and the monkey puts his hand inside to, to get a hold of the banana and he grabs hold of the uh, banana and because he won't let go of the banana, the jar opening keeps his hand from coming out and he's trapped because he won't let go. And I think sometimes we just get trapped because we just can't let go of things. I just release an anointing today to be able to let go, let go and let God. I just feel an anointing right now just to let go of things, let go of hurts, let go of offense, let go of, of, of opinions, let go of judgment and just get a release in the spirit now in your very spirit by Holy Spirit to move into this brand new season of God's mercy. And we thank you, Lord, that it's happening even now through the anointing. Yokes are being destroyed. Burdens are being removed. And we are finding a way to let go of old seasons and move into a new season in the name of Jesus for the glory of God. Amen, amen, and amen. Receive the abundance of God's goodness and mercy today in Jesus' name. Well, thank you for letting me be here casual with you today. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I have sensed the presence of the Lord in an unusual way. I pray you're blessed. I pray you keep tracking with us. Follow us on Facebook as we keep pressing into the new through this 40 days of Teshuva, we'll be posting every day on Facebook so that we can keep nurturing our spirit. Read Psalm 27, sound this shofar every day and, and step out with acts of kindness and generosity to others. I hope to see you uh, September 5th on campus uh, for our next Transformation uh, Weekend experience. It will be only one Sunday morning service as it's Rosh Hashanah. We'll be celebrating together as families. It will be a powerful, powerful time. Make sure and uh, inquire about uh, registering for our Ecclesia Global Transform Our World Conference. And last but not least, uh, we bless you in your giving today. And here's the way that you can give on the screen. I love you guys. Be blessed. And I'll see you either on campus or I'll see you right here next week. Love you guys. Day was hopeless.